Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy and I'm the host of this show. This podcast is dedicated to a very special group of parents, parents raising children with disabilities. There are an estimated 240 million children across the globe living with disabilities. And here on this podcast, it is my goal to create community for the parents raising them. Community locking arms from all over the globe. I pray that as you listen to each episode that has been handcrafted for you, you leave encouraged, you leave strengthened, you leave educated, and you even leave with some resources. So come on into the room, take off your shoes, relax, come on and take a seat on the couch and let Let's experience moments of joy. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. Um, Today we have a very special episode and I'm sitting here with the founder of Hearts of Joy International, Lauren. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Hello. (laughs) Would you introduce yourself to the people? Yeah, so my name is Lauren, and I'm the founder of Hearts of Joy International, and we're a nonprofit that provides life-saving heart surgery for individuals with Down syndrome, uh, specifically in countries where they're not getting access to proper medical care. So we're working in the Philippines, Uganda, Mexico, and India. Yeah. So so. beautiful. I just spoke about you because I have Misty Snyder, Koi Snyder, on the podcast today, too. She's I'm batch amazing. recording and she, oh, she knows you. <laughs> She's great. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. So I have to tell the backstory. Now, normally I do not take, I don't accept pitches on the show anymore. And it's just because we're in year four and I have a very niched audience I want to speak to. And I usually, you know, if it's gimmicky or if they have a book they wrote or something that they want to showcase, that's not what it's for. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just say, I'm, I don't take pitches anymore because we're at year four and Hey, I've done it for three years already. <laughs> so that was a new role I had and I got your pitch in my email and I read it. First of all, my middle name is joy. So I was like, okay, let me, let me read this. That's my real middle name. And so um, I clicked on the YouTube page and I watched the video of Emmanuel and his mm-hmm. mom. And I just started bawling. Like after the video was over, I was crying uncontrollably. Aww. I felt like, oh my gosh it showed me just a bigger picture of work that's needed here on this earth and not in our little areas, you know, Mm -hmm. our states or even this country, but that there's a bigger picture. And the little boy shirt said, choose joy. And just seeing the children whom have the same surgery as my baby boy, you know, Mm -hmm. he, he was born with congenital heart disease and had three surgeries. And I don't even know if you knew that when you, when you sent the letter. I did not. Yeah. Born with congenital heart disease. He has about five heart defects. He's had heart surgery at five days, five months, and 18 months old. And so 18 months was open heart. Wow. So we still go to the doctors every three months to see the cardiologist. 
you know, to make sure that he's grown right. He may have more and he may not. So I cried because I know what that mom went through. And here we are in the United States and we have so much support. I could not fathom going through that in a country where there is no support and resources. So now you get why I was so excited. I said, oh my gosh, she's probably going to think, why is she so excited about this? Like, wow, how did she feel so connected? Because I did come on strong. I was like, I love this. (laughs) Well, I'm so grateful and humbled that you would, you know, consider to have me on even, you know, considering you don't take pictures. And yeah, I was pretty blown away by your response as well. And it just was really special and beautiful. You know, there's no coincidences. I believe everything happens for a reason. And I had seen you on social media. That's where I learned about your podcast. I think it it probably was through Misty. Um, And I was like, you know, it was called Moments of Joy. So I'm like, that just is so hearts of joy. I'm like, let me just reach out and see. And yeah, God knew. So it's pretty awesome that it it worked out like that. And I'm so happy that you were touched through Emmanuel's story in particular. I'd love to share more about that family. They're just Mm -hmm. so special. Um, So I'm happy that 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 really resonated with you. Yeah, I mean, I was blown away just by what your mission is. Um, because so many times we forget about people that exist outside of our little worlds, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I just pray that your organization continues to have huge impact because I know it's needed because I'm one of those mamas, but here I am, right? Yeah. Plus I have life insurance. So let's get into it. Tell us a little bit about why Hearts of Joy was even birthed. Like, what made you want to do this? Yeah, so my background is in special needs, more of a therapy background. Um, But I always work specifically with children with Down syndrome. I just have such a heart and a passion for this community. Um, And I always remember that a lot of, because I worked with a lot of young adults with special needs for a long time in an adult day program. And I remember they had the big scars um, because they all had had the heart surgery because it's 50% of children born with Down syndrome will have this congenital heart defect that requires this surgery. And it, it requires that to be done before they're about six months of age or else it becomes fatal. So in a country like America, you know, when the child is born, thank God we have amazing doctors and healthcare system here that can get you a cardiac team and get you the proper doctors and resources, you know, so that you can get that surgery. But unfortunately, in developing countries due to poverty and lack of education, um, it's just not the case for these children. And so I had always had a background, you know, working with children with disabilities, specifically Down syndrome. And then in 2017, I went to Uganda to visit a friend who was living there at the time, um, who also works with children with special needs. And I made it a point to visit the Down syndrome community there because I was curious. I know how it is in our own country. I say we can always grow and learn, but we have a lot of resources here. So I was curious, well, what is it like for individuals with Down syndrome in a country like Uganda? And what I saw, I always say, like, I cannot unsee what I saw that day. I visited about 10 children in their homes and the lack of awareness and understanding for these children was just mind blowing. Um, Not only did the parents not understand, but the community did not 
accept them. There was a stigma against them. They thought it was a curse on the family and they viewed them as a burden. So it was very sad because they keep them inside the home. They're not part of the community um, and they're not really part of the culture there. And so they're sort of hidden. And because of that, there's no awareness for them. So if you don't take them out, people don't see them. They don't know what the condition is and they were not associating it with the heart defect. And so I had met a little baby, the last baby that we saw, who was six months old, and that's the exact age to get the heart surgery. And so I just felt really called to help her. She was like the sweetest little thing. I fell in love with her, just so precious. And so I educated her family. I helped. She had three holes in her heart. I did what any millennial would do. I like started a GoFundMe and I posted a video online. Um we raised the money to help her. So I ended up bringing her and another child that was in need of surgery to India. And that was the first time I realized, wow, like they're not accepting them in, in, in Uganda. They're, it's not possible for them to be operated on because of their disability. Mm. They're at the bottom of the totem pole. And so we went through another program that sent them to India. So that's where I learned, oh, okay, this is a system that works, which is what we do now. Our main hospitals in India, so we send children there for surgeries. But um, yeah, God was really laying the groundwork for Hearts of Joy through that whole experience. I was learning and interacting with the families and seeing the children, and so that baby got heart surgery. But the other child was two and a half, and they told us that she was inoperable. So what happens mm. is because there are holes in the heart. Right. If you don't correct it at a certain point, the, the blood from the heart goes into all the wrong parts of the body. It floods the lungs. And so they say you can't repair the heart without the lungs failing and you can't repair the lungs without the heart failing. And so they say this child is inoperable. They have several years left to live. And that was really devastating for me. Um, mm. I've worked so hard and felt really connected to these families. And, you know, it wasn't this baby's fault that she's born in a country that doesn't understand or accept her. And I... I felt right. a duty to like advocate and fight for her. Um, and so I just, yeah, after that experience, I just said, you know what, there are so many other kids like her and it's just, it's so preventable through education and resources and being able to provide the service. And I also wanted to create a program where these kids are at the top. They're treated like anyone else, if yeah. not better, honestly, because we do a lot of like different therapies and things with the kids. And I really just want to make it the most smooth experience that it could be because it is a really difficult thing. As you know, as mm -hmm. a mom who's through this, it's incredibly yeah. difficult. It's the, the child is sick um, and it's really hard for the mothers. And most of them are single moms because once wow. the father finds out that the child has Down syndrome and a heart defect, mm -hmm. they abandon. So the moms are dealing with a lot. And so I say Hearts of Joy has like a double meaning because mm -hmm. when I was praying on it and thinking of the name, I knew it. I wanted it to be Hearts of. And I said, well, what is, what is Down syndrome to the world? Like it's love, it's hope, it's peace, it's all these things. I kept thinking of the heart of someone with Down syndrome. And then I said, no, it's joy. Like they bring so much joy to the world and then as the work continued over the past almost four years I've been doing this I started to see that our team our job is to also bring joy into this 
situation where people are suffering, where it's not easy, it's super challenging. And so the children bring us joy. And then I always say to my staff, like it's our job to bring joy to these moms and to these babies when they're sick and, and having a difficult time. So yeah, and that's why it's yeah. funny that you said you love the Choose Joy shirt because that's like our whole line of of clothes that we sell to help fundraise um, is Choose Joy. Wow. I do think that that is possible. It's, it's possible to suffer but also see the joy in it simultaneously. Yeah. Um, so that's kind Absolutely. of our thing is like Choose Joy. Yeah, so. <laughs> as, you, as you were talking, I'm like, God mm-hmm. is so strategic I always use that sentence because I feel like it's always like a series of events that happens for him to you know just bless your heart and you um just mentioned praying about the name hearts of of what and as you were talking you know and describing the children with down syndrome Mm. I'm just reminded of the moment where the Lord helped me to accept Mason's diagnosis of autism. And I always say it was down syndrome because I was praying and um, just because I'm Christian and I didn't know, um, I don't know another thing to do, but pray. Right. And so sometimes just out of ignorance, I I was like, okay, well I'm going to pray this away. Mm. Right. But, and I kept that um, mentality probably for like three years. And one day I was praying and I was laying on my bed and God said, would you be praying this away if your child had Down syndrome? And I sat up on the bed and I was like, it, it was the thing that shifts. So my heart is, act- is actually like that, that stamped on my heart. And I always look at children with Down syndrome because it was that that helped me accept my son's wow. autism. That's so beautiful. So it's totally like yeah, it's all, all intertwined. Yeah. I mean, these children yeah. are such a gift, whatever the diagnosis is. Like I say that. Absolutely. Like, if, if we only knew the other side of heaven of like why we're all here, like they are, they are such a part of that. And like the world would be so boring, terrible without them. <laughs> I think they're just the most beautiful, amazing gifts. Um, and I, yeah, yeah. I just best to, to be able to devote my life um, to serving them, really. It's, it's such a gift. And how long ago was that initial visit that you had? Yeah, so the first time was in 2017. And then I wow. I brought the girls to India in 2018 because it took us quite a bit to fundraise. And then mm-hmm. in 2019, after that, I started the organization. And since then, we've expanded to all those other countries um, and we've done wow. 52 heart surgeries around the world since 2019. Yeah. So wow. it's really such a testament to God. Like he asked me to do this and I said, yes. Um, that's what I always say. Cause everyone's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I, I don't actually know. It's by the grace yeah. of God. <laughs> that's the part that really makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the part because this is like, a global thing, you know, like someone just this Lauren who lives in the state of wherever you live (laughs) that you just said yes to like a huge thing. And you don't even have any idea who the children will grow up to. Mm. Yeah. Like they live in a country where they can, they can be a king or a queen. Yeah. It's, uh, 
it's one of my most favorite moments is seeing them grow up and the mamas like will send me photos and videos. And yeah, I mean, we're really working to provide this surgery, but also to educate and build relationships with the families. I still keep in contact with all of them. Um, and mm-hmm. I think I will the rest of their lives. It's just like mm-hmm. such a joy. Yeah. To see them, to see them grow up. Yeah. But I think that is the power of saying yes. And I think we're all fully capable of that. I think our human nature, our fears kick in, the fear of the unknown. I mean, this was really a space that I hadn't entered into. I mean, I'm specialized in Down syndrome, but I had to learn a lot about the heart and I had to ask God Mm -hmm. to send me doctors and medical professionals because I'm not trying to be the surgeon here. Everyone always asks me if I'm the heart surgeon. I'm like, no, no. I'm like the connector that fuses everything together and is there to support the families. And um, yeah, it's just, it is so possible if you're, if you're willing to say yes, like God will send you everything you need because it's his, it's his mission. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of here. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I absolutely. It makes sense for me and my gifts and what I can offer, mm-hmm. but it's really like the Lord's mission. And I'm just, yeah, so happy to, to be a part of it, really. Yeah, I think um, also the beauty of it is it's going into other countries because in the United States, we have a different view of children with disabilities. And for many other countries, they are thrown away. Some really do believe it's a curse or, you know, something that that should be thrown away, hidden, don't ever tell anyone. And like you said, the dad walked away. It's so common in other countries. Um, so I love that you are undergirding the moms that have to go through it. Yeah. And we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're also striving to like reunite the family and helping because people are good inherently. They just don't know. And that's what I truly believe. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that education is really powerful. If we told yeah. them what to do, this happens at conception. This is not something that you caused or something that this God created this child for a purpose. Uh, Mm -hmm. We don't know what that is because we need to wait and see. Um, But that's all part of the journey is like educating the parents. And nine out of 10 times when we actually sit down with the father and explain it, like their heart is changed. You just need to give them that opportunity. So we're all about like giving people the opportunity to do what's right uh, because they do love their child. It's their child regardless. Um, and that parental heart, like that doesn't go away. Um, mm-hmm. It's just kind of enabling people to, yeah, do what's right and be able to care for the child, giving them the tools and resources um, to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Emmanuel and his mom? Yeah. So Emmanuel, everyone calls him Emma, as you saw in the video. She says, Emmanuel, my child and he's like Emma it's so cute um mm-hmm. but so yeah so he was one of our first uh children to get surgery so we sent him and two other kids from the Philippines and then another boy from Uganda all at the same time uh to India so I was with them in the hospital for about five weeks um mm-hmm. and Emma is like just such a joy we were calling him like the comedian he's just hilarious Um, And it's pretty amazing, too, as I'm sure you saw how resilient these kids are and how quickly they bounce back after the surgery. It's like incredible every single time for me. It's like Christmas morning. I'm like, whoa, this is just 
incredible. But something really special about Emma and his mom is that when we first met her, she didn't know much about Down syndrome. She was really scared as to be expected. And, and we had to counsel her about the surgery process. And the thing is, is like with Hearts of Joy, like we mean what we say and we we walk the talk or what is it? We walk the walk and we talk. Talk the talk. Yeah, like we are there in the hospital. We have a full team that goes and is there to support the family. And so mm-hmm. I developed a beautiful friendship with Mama Emma. And then now since coming back to Uganda, she's so um, well-educated about Down syndrome, the cause, the heart defect. Mm-hmm. She brings Emma out to the shops, out to the market, in the community, and numerous other moms will come up to her and say, what condition does your child have? That's what my child looks like. And so Mama wow. Emma has referred probably like 10 other children to us in, in the Oof. in the past few years since Emma got a surgery. Um, and she's become such an advocate for our community. So before we send a group for surgery, we do an orientation. So we explain the entire process. We... Um, just kind of go through an educational about Down syndrome a bit more. And so we invite Mama Emma and Emma to come and share her experience with the new mom. So it's just like full circle. And she's like one of our biggest success stories because yeah, it just proves like, okay, we're doing the right thing and the program is working. Not only are we providing the surgery, which is saving the child's life, but we're educating and changing the hearts of the parents. And that's what we want to do because that creates a ripple where she's yes. not comfortable bringing Emma out in public yes. and he's like the mayor like everybody in his village knows Emma. like he just walks around That's like beautiful he's so sweet as you saw at the end of the video where he's like washing his dishes and yeah he's just so hilarious he has such a funny little yeah that, really- that's amazing to me because I under I know how how important it is to have community and how and here where we are we're very privileged we can call 211 and find a support group or go on Facebook and find a support group. These women in villages, they do not. And how powerful that is to just see her in the market and say, wow, my son has this too. Or my daughter looks like that too. And now here she is a part of a community. Yeah, it's really helping. Yeah. A lot of our moms look at her as an example, which is really awesome too. Like she's like mm-hmm. the MVP. She's great, Mama Emma. We love her. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so, what what are you looking forward to um, in the future for Hopes of Joy? Yeah, so really hoping to just continue to be able to provide this heart surgery for children in need in the countries where we are. And uh, personally, so I leave in a few weeks to go to India um, for about a month. So we're doing five heart surgeries of children from Uganda. So I'm going to head to Uganda first, pick them up, and then our team will will travel with them because they've never been on an airplane. Um, yeah, they've never traveled outside of their country. So there's a lot of emotions that go with it. That's why we accompany them, and we're really in tune to what they're dealing with. Um, so that we can be there to support them. But I'm just, yeah, really looking forward to to doing this again. And it, it just never gets old for me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing. 
And um, I can't imagine how gratifying you feel. I just said hopes of joy, but it's hearts of joy. Oh, it's okay. I know that, but I said that. But <laughs> what? How gratifying of a feeling in a life that it that must be to, you know, know that you're gonna deeply impact someone's life in that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's really um, it's just such a joy, also knowing that you're you're living in the will of God. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's what I hope I'm doing. And it just brings such joy and, and, uh, purpose. So yeah. it's really, really beautiful. And like I said, it's just such a joy to get to know each and every one of these little souls that he brings to us. And, mm-hmm. um, even speaking to what you said before about prayer, like I, I really pray on every single child that God wants to be a part of this. Cause um, yeah, sometimes they're not suitable for surgery. There's a lot of different factors right. that we evaluate along with the team of doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time it's just, yeah, miraculous, truly, for the ones that he wants to to be there. So it's, it's really beautiful. When you go into these countries, do you have to have some kind of security or mm-hmm. what kind of relationship do you need to already make sure it's solid before you just go. Yeah. So because I've been doing it for, well, since 2017, I've developed these relationships with people on the ground. We have several staff members in the countries where we serve. So social workers and nurse and medical personnel that we work alongside. So I say our American team, which Mm -hmm. is me and a nurse will go and work alongside in conjunction with the international team. Because a lot of people ask me, oh, are you bringing surgeons and people to go and perform the surgeries? But the answer is no, because they're fully capable in these other countries, but they also need to be lifted up and given the the chance and the resources. And it's pretty powerful when they're operating on their own people. Um, right. Because that, that speaks volumes to the culture as well. Like this child is worthy of this yeah. operation. Um, and so that's really important to me as well. And I love all the different cultures for different reasons. So it's really cool for myself and the team to, to really collaborate with the, like the, the foreign team, the international team. So that's, that's something that's a really unique part of the program. Um, And we're kind of the only people in this space that are doing this for down syndrome. So it's more for us because of that diagnosis. So the education and the support that goes along with a family and a mom that's going through this process is, is extra. So we really pride ourselves on that, like being fully present for them. And yeah, but it's, it's really fun uh, to be able to work with all the different cultures. And I learn so much every time, like I said, it never gets old for me because I learn many new things every time. You probably eat good too, right? (laughs) Yeah. Lots of great food and different cultures and music. So much with, yeah, we're, we're constantly playing music in the recovery rooms because the kids love it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like we play the music from all the different countries. And yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That's beautiful. How can the listeners or anyone watching um, support and come alongside what you're doing? Yeah. So you could check out our website, which is heartsofjoyinternational.com. Uh, if you feel called to make a donation, that would we greatly appreciate it. And then our social media pages. So we're on Facebook and Instagram and we're just at Hearts of Joy International. Actually, I think we're on TikTok now too. I have someone help me with social media and I think she made a TikTok. 
I sound really hey. good. So I'm like, eh, okay, <laughs> yeah, we're also on TikTok. So yeah, any of the social platforms, give us a follow, share any videos and um, yeah, posts and yeah. yeah, checking out our website. That'd be great. Thank you. Awesome. You're so welcome. Is there anything else that you would like the listeners to know about Hearts of Joy? Um, I mean, I think we covered everything. We had great questions. Um, we did. Yeah, just that that idea of of joy. Like it's choosing joy amidst no matter what your situation is amidst the suffering. That joy is still possible, and I think that's our main message um, in providing the service and encountering these children and families, but really expressing that joy and and uh yeah it's just really beautiful (laughs) that's beautiful thank you so much well guys please make sure that you follow hearts of joy international and you know if you can make a small donation small or large and have those children in mind you can go watch the videos to see you know put a face to some of the money that you'll donate $20, $10, $5 can go a long way. And I've never asked that uh, my listeners give any money, but I know that this is going to actually save a life. And so I think that's so important and we can come up off of $25 or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Some of us have more than others, but we can to make an impact on the globe. So thank you so much for being with us today. And, um, listeners always remember that you have the option to choose joy. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.